This is Stay Pay, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another Silver Dollar episode of Stay Paid. My name is Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Akery. And Luke, with so many ways to communicate today, text messaging continues to be one of the most preferred methods among consumers. In fact, the most recent stat from 2022 is that 85% of consumers prefer receiving text messages over a phone call or an email. Jeez. And 64% of people think companies that text actually value their time are more progressive and would recommend them to others. Hey, we're texting people now. We that makes me feel people. pretty good. Yeah. But like anything in marketing, it's hard to know what to send, when to send, or who to send it to. So today we're going to go over four people that you should be consistently sending text messages to and what to include in those messages. Yeah, if you don't <clears> put it on your calendar, if you don't put a structure in place, it probably hey, won't next, happen. That's good. The little teaser. That's the next episode. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about time, time management. management. How do you actually manage your calendar? But um, here's what I would say is that, um, especially even in real estate, I read a stat that went uh, 40% of buyers prefer text message communication during the transaction process. And mm -hmm. I thought that was super interesting. I think it just speaks to what we are saying, which is text is convenient because you are giving the person the ability to respond on their time frame. Yeah. A phone call is based upon your time frame. Now, I'm not saying you don't call ever, you don't, you know, reach out a different way, but text message is a communication style that's more convenient yeah. to the end user because that recipient now has their ability to respond on their time frame. The first people you should add to your list. If you're putting it on a calendar, it should be texting your database. Yep. Right. And I, I came up with something called five for five for social media. So your database, think of this. This is this is pretty inclusive of sure. past clients, sphere of influence, friends and family, people that you have added to your database. Yeah, these are so. people that you have some form of relationship with, yep. whether it's an acquaintance type relationship or even deeper than that, right? It goes all the way to clients that you've worked with. But the five for five strategy was essentially this. Everybody has five minutes a day to take five people out of their database and connect with on social media, right? DM them on Instagram, tag them in a post on Facebook, whatever, mm -hmm. right? Tagging them and, and getting engagement. Take the same methodology and do this for your database. Every single day, pick five people in your database, take five minutes and text them. A simple, simple text can be just a, hey, thinking of you, haven't connected in a while. And what I would, if you want to take it to the next level, let's call it ninja status, right? Ninja. You film a video message. Yeah. The reason why it's so powerful is people, one, out of the blue are not going to expect to receive a text from you, but they definitely don't expect to see a video message. And it just makes the impact and memorability, which is what you're going after. You want to be remembered for keeping in touch with these people. If I shoot Josh a text, hey, Josh, just getting out of the gym, thinking about you this morning, man. Hope you're doing well. We should connect soon for a beer. And I shoot that text off. That means something. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out conversation. Josh doesn't even have to respond in an immediate time frame, but it keeps me in front. And if you do that five minutes a day for five people in your database over the course of a whole month, yep. you've probably hit every core person in your database. Yeah. Another thing that you can do within this five to five would also be recognize special occasions or events or holidays. So I know there's a number of people in my own contact list that I specifically remember or know I'm probably going to get a text message from them on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, on Father's Day. Like there's people that I know that, that value what the they relationship do. and they send out those messages. So think about that in terms of your database as well. The father's on your list, the mother's on your list for Mother's Day, uh, going through and sending a special message personally to them. Like don't do, the, you, you can set up a blast, you can send it personally. I would recommend sending a personal one to each person on those holidays and also around those special events like the birthday, because yeah. I think so many people, um, you see 
I've, I do this a lot in my own day-to-day life, but I know other people that do it as well. If someone, if I see someone posted a baby announcement on Instagram, I uh, of course like tip. their post yeah. and I comment on the Instagram, but then I send them a text message if I have a personal relationship with them. If I see a birthday happening on Facebook or something like that, I will go off of Facebook to send them a, a Yeah, text utilizing social to to then direct your text and who you reach yeah. out to is brilliant. I yeah. love that. Um, one thing I want to point out that I think is an obvious is texting people the offer of a free CMA. Yeah. I think it'd be super powerful. If you're a client of Reminder Media, we offer to our clients, we analyze your whole mailing list yep. and we predict who's most likely to move if you're in real estate. What a perfect opportunity, because I know we have a ton of clients that listen to this. Go in, look at your targeted mailing list, right? Your targeted follow-up feature, who's likely to move, text them and offer them, hey, we'd love to give you a free value of your home. Homes are going for crazy amounts right now. And I didn't know if you knew how much equity you have in it. I would love to get that to you. If you do that, I'm sure one person out of the five is probably going to be like, yeah, I would love to know what my home's worth. Especially if you uh, recently sold a home in the neighborhood that yeah. they live in and you know what the average amount of equity, I think nationwide, this number may be higher now, but it was like 57,000. Yeah, 57,000. People were gaining in equity at the end of 2021. That might even be higher now. So that's another great idea. So that's your database. That's the first person you should be texting on a regular basis. The next person, we're going to get a little bit more specific within that database idea, but that's because they are such an important group. And these are your past clients, people that have done transactions with you in the past. Yeah. The past clients, the reason why we singled these people out is because you guys know the principle where 20% of your business will drive 80% of your revenue. This really is where your past clients will come into play. They are your biggest advocates usually because they've experienced your expertise. They've gone through the transaction process with you. So their trust level is high. And the number one thing that stops someone from referring is their level of trust in you. So if you can nurture this relationship and stay top of mind, you can get so much business from referrals. Where this came from in my mind, as I was thinking tactically, is we interviewed Glenda Baker. So she's phenomenal. Go check out that episode. I'm not sure what the episode number is. Maybe Ariel, you can pull it up. But one of the things that she does that is phenomenal is when she's out showing new buyers around a neighborhood or she's going to look at a new listing that came on the market, she knows, because she has a great memory and she has a great database that she keeps, she knows if she had sold somebody else a home in that same neighborhood. She knows if her clients have lived in that neighborhood and she takes that opportunity to text them a simple text message going, hey, thinking about you today, I'm showing around so-and-so and and I'm actually in your neighborhood. And she takes it a step further that if she has time, She'll look at Josh's house, yep. and if she sees you've done something with the landscaping, the door color, the roof, whatever, she'll take a picture of mm-hmm. your house, mm-hmm. send it to you going, hey, thinking about you, Josh, I'm so- showing around Susie Q in the neighborhood today. They're looking Love to buy. Love the new bushes. Yeah. Love the new bushes. <laughs> and what a powerful text message, personal, relevant, yeah. keeps you top of mind. It's phenomenal. Sean Carpenter listens to our podcast. I got to give him a shout, shout out, right? We got to have him back on the show. This guy's a beast. We are. right? Oh, we are? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Awesome. Sean, I can't wait to have you. Yeah. But this guy's an awesome uh, real estate coach, expert in the industry, but he oftentimes will text us after an episode that he loves. Yeah, and point out something specific. And points specific out something the, specific in the episode. Or that he disagreed with. Those or, are always, or those yeah, are he calls too. us out sometimes. <laughs> and we still respond. But a lot of times we get into combo yep. with Sean, and it's a great way to still feel like, okay, yeah, you know, I don't forget about Sean. Sean doesn't forget about us. Absolutely. It's awesome. So he practices what he preaches there. What was that episode number? Glenda was 243. 243. There you go. Make sure to check that out. Another thing that you can post to your, or send to your past clients, kind of along the same lines, if you're in the 
neighborhood and you think about them, but also if you're keeping track of specific interests or maybe um, I would say concerns maybe they had when they initially posted the house, like make sure you're checking in with your past clients, asking them how the new home is or asking them yeah, how were the you property ever is. able to renovate the bathroom? Did yeah, you, exactly. Did you get the and then renovated? offer to connect them with the professional that's in your network. Make sure that you're reaching out with that extra layer of value. Think about it from the uh, standpoint of seasonal also, right? So whenever spring rolls around, hey, maybe someone's in need of some lawn care. You can put them in touch yep. with the lawn care specialist. Maybe they've got a pool and they need pool maintenance. Maybe in the wintertime, it's snow removal services. Like think about those different people in your personal professional network that you can recommend to your clients as well. All right, the next one, this one's obvious, but not enough people do it. Yeah. We know this for a fact. Yeah, we know this because not we, enough people do it because we have clients that we're generating yeah. leads for that we're trying to get to shame, do it. Shame, shame, shame. No. That is your new leads. You must be incorporating text messaging yeah. into following up with your new leads. Yeah. So we always preach calling within five minutes. So many people don't call. You should also be texting people. And the key with the texting of, of leads is try to intrigue their curiosity. Try not to give every bit of information, even when yeah. we teach calling within five minutes, we teach something called the double dial where you can literally call Josh the lead. He doesn't answer, call him right back. If he doesn't answer then, then text and say, Josh, question mark, or is this Josh, question mark. And of course they're going to respond, yes, who's this? And you respond calling you now. That's something we learned from Michael Hellickson. Yes. Who was yeah. on the podcast. Uh, you should find that he's episode come number back on too. too. Oh yeah, oh, man, <laughs> I, I had no idea. So, so Michael Hellickson, he's a real estate coach, but he taught us that technique and that really, really works because it intrigues the prospect into the yeah, conversation. It's the text message that your brother's been using to close what, 25 leads from Facebook yeah. last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I mean, he's uh, uses it every single day with success. It increases engagement. Your key here is that if you can get to that lead within a short period of time, mm -hmm. your chances of engaging that lead is so much higher and it makes logical sense. Don't even have to think about the statistics. They just requested information. Their mind is still in that frame, right? Where they're like thinking about whatever it was they were looking at. And not only that, their chances are that they're still at their Facebook page where they requested info from Zillow, whatever lead source it's coming in from, yeah. there might be still there at the computer looking at it. Yeah. hundred percent. You can do that for your referrals too. So if someone refers you out, make sure that you're yep. connecting with them, shooting them a message right away. After oh, that text them um, the referral and the referee together exactly. yeah. in a text message. Yep. yep. Yeah. Because it builds the it trust. Kind of in, uh, incorporates that introduction that uh, Barb Betts talked about as well. Yeah. Instead of using the word referral, using the word introduction. All right. So the last uh, group that you should be texting on a consistent basis is going to be your old leads. So these are people that have been sitting in your database for a while. Maybe you considered them dead at some point or lost or they weren't ready to move or they weren't ready to buy. You might not even have them on a specific drip marketing campaign. All of those leads that you've spent money for in the past and basically went nowhere. Yeah. What I uh, We just had Sherry Johnson mm. on the podcast and she had mentioned this too that so often with old leads, what happens when you get a new lead is you're calling, but chances are there's other businesses calling because that person has maybe requested information from multiple, multiple sites, places. right? Yeah. They're in multiple people's databases showing up. And so they're getting tons of calls. This happens in real estate on expired listings a lot of times. They're just getting hammered. And then every real estate after a while when they don't get the deal dies off from calling. Your old leads sometimes will engage better because they haven't gotten a call from yeah. a real estate agent or they haven't gotten a call from the business professional in a long time. And so what we encourage people to do, if you're in real estate right now, man, when a new listing comes on the market, 
text all your old buyer leads and just say, man, this great deal or this great home just popped up on the market. It's two bedrooms, three baths, made me think of you. Let me know if you're interested. Notice I didn't give them the address. Notice I didn't give them the price because I want the natural next question to be, oh, well, where's it located? Oh, well, where's the price? Which engages me in a conversation with them. Yeah, 100%. This is one that I would recommend batching out. So the, the other ones we talked about, they're kind of more manual or personalized. This one I would definitely recommend batching out and sending that every time you've got a new listing. But using that same idea of, hey, it's got the this many bedrooms, this many baths, thought you would be interested in and mm-hmm. see. Because you're more, it's more of a numbers game yes. when going through your old leads. So there you go. Those are four people that you should be texting consistently, your database, your past clients, your new leads, and your old leads. Thank you so much for listening. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com for the show notes and the video of this episode. And if you like this episode and are looking for ways to support the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review along with a comment to let us know how we're doing. I'm smiling because I just got done listening to our Q&A one where Ariel did the close at the end. I was like, oh, that was so good. You know how long it took me to try? (laughs) You know, I sit here every single time you do the outro and I like say it with you and then I go to do it by myself and I had (laughs) no idea what to say. It was great. It caught me off guard because I'm like, oh, wait, that's Ariel doing the outro. That's awesome. (laughs) I didn't do an action item though. Did you do a dad joke? I didn't do a dad joke. Oh, wow, man. Really flat, guys. I thought I did good. <laughs> well, before we get to the dad joke, the best way to help out the show is to tell a friend, share this episode on your social media. So speaking of selling, right? Because we're using text messaging in our business to do sales, yeah. right? Someone uh, tried to sell me a coffin yesterday. A coffin. Yeah, I told him that's the last thing I need. <laughs> a call from him? just going to let that marinate for a second. He tried to sell me a coffin and I told him that's the last thing that I'll need. That's the last thing I'll need. Because yeah, I would yeah, be dead. Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Wow, that one was a complicated <laughs> one. That went over my head. Wow, you know that, was, fun, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. The funniest part about this is we literally yesterday... Josh, like off the cuff, said a dad joke. And Luke and I were like, wow, your dad joke game has been oh, incredible. No. That, that was a good was, one. It, it just went over one. my head. It just, I don't want that to fall All right, if you got that dad joke, make sure to comment in the YouTube <laughs> section. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast.remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. Check us out on TikTok as well. We are at Stay Paid underscore podcast. What are we at? 26,000? Followers now. Dang. By the time this releases, we'll be at 1.5 million. Yes, 1.5 million. Oh, followers or views? Followers. We're going to manifest that oh, by the time I love this that. comes out, I we're going to be in the millions. <laughs> For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre. Guys, the action item from this is simple. You need to be implementing text in your business. The easiest way to do this is implement the five for five. So take your database, pick five people every single day, spend five minutes and shoot them a text message saying, hey, thinking about you today. Hope you have a great day. Let's catch up soon. Implement that. You'll see the power of it just build over time and getting you conversations and strengthen the relationships with the people in your database who are going to refer you and use you again. Remember, the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 